0: hello how the tech are you this is our weekly tech show on echoplex media we are doing the good fight against robots and bringing it back to humanity and uh not buying any uh, social media like it seems like everybody else is doing but uh what we really are doing i'm historian matt and we we uh we talk about tech stuff on the show i talk about specifically tech news and science news and anything else I feel like talking about uh this week I my two I only have two cut topics. the first one is you've heard of the goat now this is the boat. what does that mean? I'll, I'll get into that later and um, my second topic is finally humans take jobs back from robots uh HK is still out on an adventure. I feel like he's gonna be out for a little little while still we. We'll, We'll see.
1: So, Dave, what do you got? So, I got Kanye West is buying the alternative social media platform Parler, and I got uh, G4 TV is being shut down again. (laughs) Having fun with those wipes, I see. We got the best wipes.
0: (laughs) So, back to my first topic. You've heard of the goat now. This is the boat. What am I talking about? Well... In the morning of October 9th, gamma ray detectors picked up the most powerful gamma ray burst ever detected. It's being dubbed the boat as in the brightest of all time. So <laughs> I thought it was a funny name, but, uh, interesting science news. The, uh, um, it's likely a sign of, of the birth of a new black hole. The origin of the birth uh, of the burst is much closer than other bursts we've detected in the past. But it's also still the most energetic and luminous. So, I mean, it's a big burst and it's close. So, pretty bright one. Um, The first gamma ray bursts were detected back in the 1960s when we were sending up satellites to detect gamma rays that would uh, be a sign of nuclear explosions or basically nuclear weapons tests and in july 1967 two satellites picked up bursts of gamma radiation that clearly did not originate from a nuclear weapon test Uh, later bursts were detected by better equipment and were determined to be outside the origin of the solar system and thus we found out about gamma ray bursts for the first time since then We've detected a bunch of gamma-ray bursts, and apparently this one, the the boat, the brightest of all time, is the brightest gamma-ray burst we have ever detected since we first started detecting them. Uh, There are two classes of gamma-ray bursts. There are long bursts that last more than two seconds, and these are likely caused by deaths of massive stars, so massive stars collapsing into themselves. They either turn into neutron stars or black holes, or apparently they're magnetars now, or I think is a special form of black hole. I don't know. I'm not that good at space science, so <laughs> I'll have to get an astrophysicist to tell us more later, or astronomer to tell us more. But uh, the boat is likely one of these long bursts, so it's probably a collapse of a star into a black hole, as I said previously. Uh, The the second type are short bursts. This is not what the boat is, but they're, of course, bursts that last less than two seconds, two seconds or less, and are likely a merger between two neutron stars or a neutron star and a black hole. Uh, So that's pretty uh, interesting science news. I thought it was something uh, we should talk about. It's kind of driving the uh astronomy astrophysicist uh community crazy so what do you think dave it's bright it's bright (laughs) yeah well it's not really because you don't see it with your naked eye but uh yeah for astronomers is really really bright
1: yeah i used to like really be into space stuff when i was a kid now i just don't like really follow any of it so it's kind of interesting to hear about it but um. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know enough about the subject matter to really ask any questions or like uh, contribute anything here. I don't think.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. I think I've. I, I forgot to mention. I want to cover that real quick. This, even though this, I said the burst was like closer than most of the other ones we've um, observed in the past. Uh, it's still outside the galaxy, so it's in a, a distant galaxy, and um, which is a good thing because if there was ever a gamma ray burst that originated inside our galaxy and actually pointed at us. These, these things have are directional uh, often. I think, I think they're always directional, but if it was like inside our galaxy and actually pointed at earth, like we'd all be dead. Like it's, they're really, really dangerous in that, that respect. But luckily they're not that common and they don't commonly are pointed at us. So that's good. All right i'll go on to my second topic is a fun one since we've been talking about uh ai's basically talking about them taking over jobs in other other fields this one is from uh, or this topic is finally humans take jobs back from the robots but this is uh, from fedex they uh, have abandoned their last mile delivery robot program so fedex have partnered with uh, deca research and development corp to develop these robots for last mile delivery uh the program ended in early october and it was likely canceled due to costs so the bot weighed about 450 pounds which seemed pretty heavy to me but I, you know probably has to have a big battery so that's probably where a lot of the weight comes from anyways it had a carrying capacity of about 100 pounds and could navigate sidewalks and roadsides climb curbs and could even go up some stairs they had to be stairs that are it seemed like it was had to be wide enough for the bot to actually fit on each step. Um, but uh, it could actually uh, deliver packages directly to, to some customers' doors. And um, yeah, last mile bot delivery. But it looks like uh, it was just too expensive to do it that way. And FedEx is going back to humans delivering packages
1: everywhere. What do it, you think? It seems highly inefficient. Uh, it can only carry a hundred pounds of stuff.
0: Yeah, but I was thinking about that. But most, I well, I guess it depends on how far it's going. But you know, delivery people don't carry a hundred pounds of stuff to your door usually, right? Uh, occasionally, they do. I have had stuff that weighs a hundred pounds or more delivered to to my place at to, to my door at some point. But um, my question would be: basically, are these coming from? a FedEx center being and driving out or in which case it didn't seem like that would be very uh, efficient, but or or are they coming from like a delivery van and they're just going to the actual doors from there kind of thing. Then a hundred pounds made sense. Right.
1: But Not then, exactly but last then mile. the delivery van, instead of being loaded down with packages is loaded down with 450 pound robots.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> like I can't, I can't imagine a way in which this was, if it could be efficient.
0: I don't know. I mean, it would probably have to be only in densely populated areas. So where I'm at, it definitely would not be efficient. Um, but in, you know, maybe New York uh, for definitely, uh, I mean, that would have to be dense enough, right? For if it was going to work, uh, then it could just like drive down the, the road from a FedEx uh, center or something and deliver stuff in a couple mile radius from there, I guess. But I guess has, you also have the problem of these bots flying, you know, zooming around and people know that there might be expensive things in them, right? It might become a target.
1: It also looks small. So maybe it's, maybe it doesn't even matter so much. The weight is like how much volume of packages. Yeah. Cause yeah. like it looks like you could fit four, four boxes in the thing. Yeah. Like the, it yeah, just, I was
0: expecting it to look like the Boston dynamics, like dog thing, you know?
1: it's terrifying i don't think that's a good look <laughs> yeah, for somebody like fedex to have a terrifying like killer that's robot true, right? <laughs> but i would be i'd be more impressed yeah
0: well they would definitely be able to go upstairs
1: right it definitely could go upstairs and like if you are if you're not ready when it comes to pick up your package it could just bust your door down <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> come in and get the package <laughs> yeah this is this looks like a bad idea it's like of course this didn't work like the way that the way fedex works even in like a big city is there's a just a truck full of stuff yeah it's like very very full of a lot of things and the driver drives and then drops the stuff off and then comes back to the truck where there's still like a lot more stuff right this is this is like i don't even like these robots they have to be expensive and then they okay 100 pounds so I don't know. I guess if it's like a bunch of iPhones, maybe. But then, like, how much is then if you somebody goes, kicks over the robot and takes all the iPhones? Right. like,
0: yeah. I mean, people won't know what's in them, but they might know that there's might be something potentially good inside. Of course, they're going to have cameras all over them, so if they do, it will be caught on camera.
1: There are certain dates when um, certain items are known to be arriving. That's true. So yeah, this is this is stupid. Um, until like. Until like a few of these can drive a truck like a big truck yeah. <laughs> and I right. yeah, it just it just looks dumb. I think this is of course it didn't work. yeah like I can't so the two ways one would be they leave the FedEx Center, but then they can only fit a couple packages so they go they drop them back off and they go back to the FedEx Center get loaded up and they keep going back out back and forth and back and forth it just seems like very slow. And the other way would be like sure, load up a FedEx truck with these things. But like I said, now instead of the weight that the FedEx truck was would be like the maximum weight of packages, now it's just a bunch of these four hundred and fifty pound robots. Just
0: Yeah. Well I was thinking like you'd have a truck and then maybe it has a few of these things and basically the delivery guy just when he gets to a spot near a number of drop-off locations, he just, you know, fills up a couple of them and send them off to to deliver so he's basically delivering multiple at the same time that that could kind of work but don't know if it's worth it again (laughs)
1: like but then 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 the delivery person is spending their time like filling up the robot with package like yeah and then how does the robot know where to take the pack like i mean maybe it scans them but then like what if you give the robot the wrong packages and then the robot has to go all the way over there then comes back drives by you like hello and then goes all the way the other way right right Like it's, yeah, it, they could have all sorts of problems. I just don't see a way in which this is efficient unless the robot is big, but then if the robot's really big, then it can't really go anywhere. Right. And then like in a place like New York city, like, does it have a way to like press the elevator button?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it can't go upstairs. Right. I don't know if it can go. It didn't say anything about elevators. But I'm guessing it can't. I I don't think it can.
1: Well, it can't it summon, look like it has arms to press buttons. Yeah, it can't summon the elevator or pick a or pick a floor. I can't imagine. Yeah. It's showing it on what appears to be like a golf course. In, it in does this look image like a golf here. course. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could deliver things to people on a golf course with this. I don't know. Can it even carry golf I clubs? I don't think so. Well, and it can't be repurposed as a caddy. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know. Well, I, just, I guess
0: there's. There's other companies like uh, Amazon had their drone delivery thing. I don't think that like, I don't even, I know they were testing it, but I don't think they even had it like delivering anything serious. Google had their wing project, which at least kind of like found a niche where it made sense, whereas delivering medicine to to places that were very remote, right? So it made sense to fly stuff over there and just drop them off. Um, There's a couple other companies doing something similar to that.
1: Yeah, and I mean we've used helicopters in the past for that, so that like makes right, sense yeah. because the, the the drones are it's just a helicopter, right? Yeah, well, I
0: think um, Google's uh, Wing is actually like a like an RC plane, basically, <laughs> and it doesn't actually stop to drop stuff off. It like basically bombs the people with their medicine, right? Right. Drops it off with parachutes and it floats down. Which well, makes I mean, a lot of sense.
1: That's, I mean, that's been a delivery method in remote areas or in emergencies yeah. for yep. a very long time. Yep. This is this isn't going to remote areas or emergencies. I mean, it was is a neat project, and maybe they, maybe they look like the robotics team like learned something, and uh, you know, yeah. like they learned that this was a bad use case for the robot. Like, yeah.
0: that's okay. Uh, um, Elon Musk is just gonna uh, suggest we all use pneumatic tubes to deliver stuff. Call it hyper, hyper delivery tube. or something. I don't know. <laughs>
1: hyper tube. Hyper <laughs> tube. Like like an old like an old old TV shows or movies when the office is the big those big office buildings would have them if you remember right right <laughs> or the bank even bank back in the day would have them when you when I was a kid and you'd get like a yeah. you get a little tube with like maybe mom would get her money and I'd get a lollipop or something
0: yeah I think they still have them at banks where you go through the drive-through
1: yeah yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. I think they should just do that in the cities instead of robots, but uh, maybe put somebody <laughs> I, besides Elon Musk in charge of it.
0: Yeah. I think, I mean, that has been uh, suggested in the past. There's
1: problems with it. <laughs> I believe it has been satirized in the movie Brazil.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. They uh, also did like something. Well, they kind of made more fun of what would become Hyperloop and Futurama, right? They have the ones that pneumatic tubes for people. <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't, I don't recall, but you, where it was just for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was, yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny, actually. (laughs) I'd I'd go for a ride on one of those things. Yeah. I'd go for a ride. So I guess it's my turn now. Yes, it is. What do you got? So this week I got. (laughs) So I, I tried to like on the other shows, I've just avoided Kanye, this thing with Kanye, except for like the. (laughs) other people's reaction to it i was able to i was able to feel comfortable enough playing but apparently I mean, he's now the artist formerly known as kanye west i think he thinks he's prince um he's buying parlor <laughs> apparently um he had we his twi- change
0: his name his changes name to
1: yay that's right right yay Ye, Ye. yeah, okay uh, after having his twitter account locked for saying massively anti-semitic stuff uh, kanye announced that he's buying parlor Parler has about forty thousand uh, active daily users. It's unclear how much Parler is being sold for, and Kanye's estimated worth is about two billion dollars. So, Parler ain't worth that much, is it? But no, like an individual with two, who's worth two billion dollars can buy it. Two billion dollars ain't like ain't like it's not not a lot of money, but for like a social network, that's like not a very valuable um, asset.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing he's not going to even spend much of his apparent two billion dollar net net worth, right? It's probably my guess is at most a hundred million, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was more like ten million, right? Forty thousand people, you'd think it'd be like a million dollar company.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they've so far in um in like funding, they've raised fifty four million dollars. Parler has okay, yeah, um, and that's you know that's not that much. Um, That doesn't even. That sounds like Peter Thiel didn't even get involved honestly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I don't know why he's doing it. It seems like it seems like it's a it seems like it's a distressed asset before he even sets his fuck before he sets his fingers on it cuz I don't know if you've been <laughs> on there, Matt. It's a yeah. uh, it's a disaster. Parlor yeah. not only is like nobody wants to be there because of the kinds of things that are there, but it's fine that nobody wants to be there cuz no one goes there. Um and yeah. It doesn't always work.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, so is it a, it's like a Twitter replacement.
1: It's like exactly it's a Twitter clone.
0: Twitter clone. Yeah. Only conservative. Right. So, and they probably have absolutely no moderation whatsoever. Right. Oh,
1: that's not true.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It's easy to get kicked off the parlor.
0: <laughs> Just support some liberal well, it's not dinner, really so much but,
1: like that. It's about uh, because it's such a small ecosystem. Basically, if you upset the right or wrong individual on there, and the right or wrong individual reports that you've upset them, they'll kick you off. Yeah. So I imagine that's how it's going to be once Kanye buys it too. If you piss off one of Kanye's yeah. friends, he's just gonna he's You're just gonna get kicked off the <laughs> parlor. Like, and I think that's what Elon Musk is is generally going to do with Twitter. I mean, maybe not for small, like low profile people, but high profile critics of him are probably gonna. They'll probably find reasons to kick him off. I just don't yeah. understand this. I mean, I don't understand like why anybody would buy Parler.
0: Well, I mean, I, I'm thinking it's because he just got kicked off of Twitter, and uh, this is how he's dealing with it. <laughs> like, well, I'm just gonna buy my own social network. And it's going to be the best.
1: It's just cope. Yeah. It's just yeah. cope. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I'd be surprised if they get, you know, the, the 50 million was invested. I'd be surprised if they get, if they are able to sell it for that much. I think you might be right at your like 10 million yeah. dollar estimate. I don't know. Do they have employees? Is there just like one systems administrator holding holding that thing together, and that's why it goes yeah. down sometimes? Is there? Well, if you think about
0: it, so if uh, Kanye West is worth two billion dollars, if he spends 20 million on this, 20 million, not you know, more than 10 million, that's one percent of his net worth. That's something you could easily spend on it.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like he's, I don't know, buying it because he's mad. Yeah. It's cope. It's cope. It's cope. Well, like whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. I'd say I wish him the best, but some of the things he was saying about Jewish people this last week, I do not wish him the best. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's, that's that. Uh, my next story is G4, uh, TV is being shut down yet again Comcast, uh, sort of kind of owned it or whatever. And, uh, I just remember back in the day, uh, watching tech TV and then Tech TV got kind of bad when it merged with G4 TV. And then G4 TV got much worse when it became Spike TV. And um, they brought tried to bring G4 back as like a gaming network. And it didn't really work. And I mean, I have some opinions on it. One, I think that they could have done a lot better if they would have done it on Twitch and YouTube exclusively. Done it on a lower budget. Seen how it went first before they tried to put it on TV. But they put it on cable TV where none of their audience is. And so I think that's like one of the major problems that they had. Um, yeah. It would have been a great Twitch channel, but they didn't do it as a Twitch channel. I think it would have been a very cool Twitch channel. Like with, would have been nostalgic. People would have kind of thought it was cool, but nope. They put it on a, put it on TV, I guess. And now it's not on TV anymore. Do you remember G4 from one when, when you were younger? You remember watching it at all? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember it actually. Um, I, I don't know. Do you ever watch Leo's network, uh, Tech TV? I
0: never, uh, I never watched it Um, regularly. I did, uh, however, my my dad listens to the podcast like all the time,
1: right? I listen to some of Leo's podcasts too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, So oftentimes when I'm riding with him in the car, he'll have that on, and it's interesting. I mean, it's not the type of tech stuff that I generally uh, pay attention to. I guess i do more now than i used to
1: i wa- i listen to uh this week in tech it's their like weekly roundup yeah. show that's yeah. a- but the other stuff on there i'm not that in- like all about android i don't care I'm like does my phone <laughs> still work Yay. yeah you know they have uh the one about google i'm like well i just have to use their services they have one about apple they have one about windows they have right they- and they're they're they have like a network enterprise one that i don't listen to but the g4 was about gaming and i they just made a huge mistake by trying to put it on tv where their audience is not,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Uh,
1: that's not what the article on The Verge says, I don't think. But that's like my take: is that they yeah. could have started small with just a couple of the the core personalities from back in the day, leaned hard on the nostalgia, and done it on Twitch. Maybe even partnered with Twitch in some way, yeah, to like kind of try to try to try to get try to get the ball rolling on it. But instead, they put it on a TV, I guess, which is dumb.
0: I heard there's some problems working with Twitch, but I think it's just normal stuff for streaming companies, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, somebody was complaining about um, the. I guess you can get banned off of Twitch, but how in or suspended versus banned is confusing, you know, uh, sometimes.
1: Yeah, but, but I mean, pretty, for a,
0: fairly lenient,
1: they're not gonna they're not gonna get um, G G4- four isn't going to put anything on there. That's true. Yeah. On their channel that's going to get them kicked off of Twitch, yeah. right? Right. If they're if they weren't going to get kicked off of Comcast, they're certainly not going to get kicked off of Twitch. I'd, or they could have done YouTube. You know what I'm saying? It didn't have to necessarily be Twitch. Right. They, they could have done like their shows live on YouTube. But you yeah, know, they just I don't know. that I think they tried to lean too hard into the nostalgia by putting it on cable TV. Or maybe, you know, because Comcast was involved, viewership is low and has not achieved any financial results. Well, yeah, because they had to, they put everything together like it was a TV network and yeah. they didn't know what was going to happen. They could have gone way smaller and just, it could have been so cool. I think it wouldn't have been like a big moneymaker or whatever, but a few people wouldn't have lost their jobs.
0: Yeah. Like
1: yeah. all these people that got on this, they lost their jobs. True. Well, whatever maybe I don't,
0: they can transition over to twitch
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't i mean i don't care that much i don't care that much about gaming but i do like remember tech tv rather fondly and i remember yeah. when the merger happened and i don't know when i heard about this i was kind of rooting for it but it, it occurred to me when it happened that it well i don't know why they put it on tv yeah dumb nobody's people are fleeing cable tv They could have done like a Roku exclusive or like an Apple TV exclusive. There were all kinds of places. They they could have put it on Netflix. They could have put it YouTube exclusive, Twitch exclusive. They could have even tried to put it on Facebook. Yep. True. Maybe they could partner with Parler.
0: Wait, I got a question for you. Do you have cable? Because I do not.
1: I do not have cable.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, we're even like the nostalgia people, right? Like we, we're
1: well, the the age group for that, right? And we're we're the we're the age, yeah. We're the probably the oldest age group that's generally cord cutting is people in their forties, yeah. yeah. And or who are cord cutting on in mass, and yeah, they just I don't know why, I have no idea why they tried to do it like on TV. Don't know. People into video games tend not to be the cable subscribers. They just tend not to be. Anyway, that's the show. I think I'll read us out this week, if that's all right. It's your turn, yeah. All right, cool. Well, that's been uh, How the Tech Are You. It's our tech news show on uh, Echoplex Media. The uh, tagline is not just a Linux show, and we barely even talk about Linux at all, so I'll have to start thinking about a new tagline, although it's kind of <laughs> funny. Uh, you can find everything about us on our website, Echoplexmedia.com. You can find our live shows at twitch.tv slash Echoplexmedia. And um, other links about us will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening this week.